bitches shaking the table. Here. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Shaking the Table Podcast. Uh, this week, guys, I want to talk about boundaries because Lolo has been in her bag lately, and I just realized, y'all, I'm the most toxic person I know. And that might be another episode, but I'm going to say half of it in this episode, so hot takes only. Um, but the reason I say that is because I realize a lot of my problems really boil down to myself <laughs> and the fact that I don't have healthy boundaries, and I don't really understand what boundaries are. I mean, I do, like, by definition, but I guess I haven't really been putting them in practice, and I haven't really been respecting other people's boundaries. So let me just get into, I guess, the background of where this all came from. Um, so first it started because a lot of people have been telling me stories and I don't know what's in the water, but people have been saying, um, exes and stuff popping up from their past or like friends that they have now just aren't respecting their boundaries or their time or really anything about them. Um, and a couple of these people have been telling me how they've given that same person like an inch or a yard and so on and so forth. And they just keep disrespecting them, keep playing with their boundaries, keep disrespecting their time. And when I hear stuff like that, I'm like, hold up. First of all, you need to cut them off because they do not care about you, girl. They do not respect you at all. Um, but then one day I had a situation with one of my friends. And obviously I'm not going to get into what happened because, you know, respect people's privacy. Hashtag bless up. Thank you. Um, but that situation made me realize that I need to reevaluate my definition of boundaries and ask myself, why is it that I ask people to respect my boundaries when I don't even respect theirs? That's ghetto. So to start off, I think we all could use a brush up of what boundaries actually are. So boundaries are like uh, these imaginary lines between you and other people. So I like to think of them as a set of guidelines or rules um, that you want other people to respect and honor. And these basically just tell people how to treat you. They tell people what's acceptable for you, what's not acceptable for you, um, what you like, what you don't like. And so on and so forth. And I was researching more about boundaries and I learned that there are so many different types of boundaries that you can set. Um, the first set is material boundaries. So these are boundaries on your car, your home, your clothes, anything that you own that belongs to you. Um, you also have physical boundaries, which are like the right to your body, your privacy, your personal space. Um, for example, I don't like people standing too close to me. I don't like people standing behind me. I don't like people touching me. Um, I'm very anxious about that. So I let people know, like, hey, if someone's standing behind me, hey, do you mind standing beside me or do you mind coming around? It makes me uncomfortable. Um, so an example of physical boundaries. Mental boundaries, um, these are pretty straightforward, I think. It's like uh, opinions, your thoughts, your values, just the right to anything that you hold close to you. Um, and then emotional boundaries, which are so important. These are the ones that are often missteps, I'd like to say, um, especially in my life. Emotional boundaries. Um, and for me, those come across as me, like, realizing that somebody else's problem is not my problem. Like, I have a right to be as invested as I choose, and I have a right to my own comfort levels when it comes to certain emotions. So I let my friends know, like, hey, you know, we might have to stop talking about this topic because there's a certain emotional, like, line that it's crossing that I don't feel comfortable with. Um, and I talk about that in my previous episodes when I talk about my vulnerability and the level of things that trigger me and stuff that I don't want to talk about and don't want to share. So that's an example of me setting the emotional boundary with others and, you know, making people aware of that. Um, 
so since I gave us all the definition, these all seem pretty straightforward, right? Well, <laughs> the problem for a lot of us is, and I'm saying us because I'm also included in that, is the world isn't always black and white. Like sometimes you realize that people aren't respecting your boundaries, and then sometimes you don't. Sometimes you realize that you aren't being respectful of other people's boundaries, and sometimes you don't. <laughs> like it's rare that we do something and we go, wow. I'm so sorry. I did not respect the boundaries you set for this relationship or this friendship. It's very rare that you recognize that you're doing it and you catch it immediately. And for me, I know that sometimes I do things mindlessly or say things and it may have good intentions. It may not be malicious, whatever. Um, and I say them to my friends or, you know, to people that I work with or whatever. And it toes the line of their boundaries. And if they don't say anything, I won't say anything or I won't even notice sometimes. And they could be pissed at me and I won't even know because like I tell people all the time, I'm in my own world. And if you don't check me when I do something to bother you or you feel like it's not respectful of your boundaries, what if I don't even know? And I'm not making excuses for my behavior at all. I'm just saying that sometimes you genuinely don't know that you are the person that doesn't respect boundaries or you are the person that crosses the line or pushes past people's limits to the point where it makes them uncomfortable until somebody literally calls you out on your shit. And one thing I've learned is that when you don't enforce your own boundaries, you'll consistently come across people who don't respect boundaries, who don't respect your boundaries, who don't understand their own boundaries, and who won't stop until you check them and say, okay, this is where I draw the line. That's where I draw the line. That's it. You're done. And shoot, I learned this too. Like I infringe upon my friends' boundaries all the time and they call me out on it. Like... Okay, an example of it. Um, I work the weekend, so I really only have like Thursday and Friday, and uh, yeah, that's really it. I mean, I can go out on a Saturday and Sunday, like before I have to go to work. But either way, I got two days off, right? And so for the past few months, I've been hitting up my friends like every weekend, like, "Oh, let's do this, let's do that, let's do this, let's do that." Or when I've taken off weekends, um. I'm just like planning all these things and I, I didn't even think to ask about their financial well-being, whether or not like they feel emotionally ready to go to some of these things. Like, you know, some people just genuinely just want to sit in their house and that's especially on a Friday. Like, shoot, y'all, y'all, if you work Monday through Friday, you probably know Friday is the day you don't even want to talk to nobody. You're going to sleep until maybe Saturday night when you're ready to go out. Understandable. But instead of me asking like, if they are actually in a position to go, I'll just be like, okay, if y'all busy, next friend group, thank you, next, on to the next one. And in my head, I was like, oh, okay, this is perfect because I can compartmentalize. It'll be great. <laughs> but in reality, though, I was like pushing the boundaries of my friends who can't go out every single weekend and being like, oh, I mean, are you sure you don't want to go out? Or this person's going to be there, but that person's going to be there. And basically towing that line and I just really think that that's kind of not fair because if someone says, you know, I'm not in a place financially to be going out every single weekend, like, you have to respect that. And I think for me, I was just like, whoa, what if I buy, what if I buy your first shot? Like, would you come? If I pay for the Uber, would you come? And it's like, yeah, you do that. You want to see your friends. You want to have a good time. You want to be here for a good time, not a long time. But like at some point you, you have to respect other people. Um, and it wasn't until one of my friends actually called me out and was like, hey, I don't have a job right now, so you need to stop asking me to go out every single weekend. Like, at this point, it's insensitive. And we laughed about it. We joked about it. But I was like, oh, did she just really, like, pull me by my wig clips? Like, hold on. 
um, and when I peed that, I was like, damn, here I go talking about boundaries and saying no when I'm the one my own friends have to say no to. On today's episode of And I Ooh, And I Ooh. And it was at that point that I realized I cannot continue to complain about people not respecting my time or my finances or me saying no or my boundaries, whatever you want to call it, because I don't even respect other people when they say that. And not only did I feel bad, but also I felt like a hypocrite (laughs) because like I'm sitting here telling y'all about boundaries, but I do this because it's an example of me doing something mindlessly and not realizing that I'm infringing upon their boundaries. Um, and to go along with the whole like research, um, part of it, I guess you can consider this research cause like I'm in media. So I was reading a post on social media about, um, boundaries and it says something along the lines of when you're raised by people who put the needs of others before their own, and that's all, you know, you start to become that. And the more I thought about it is I don't want to play the victim, but like, I, it's hard for me to learn boundaries overnight or for me to like become a master of them overnight. And maybe you guys can relate to this if I've never seen in practice. Like that, that post really had me thinking about it and it resonated with me because I've really come from a family of women who are fixers and they don't really have good boundaries themselves. Like my mom, I love her to death, but she is a people pleaser and people who are people pleasers, they want everyone to be happy all the time. And they were, they're willing to sacrifice their own happiness and their own like state of comfort just for the sake of others. And that's an example of pushing boundaries to the limit. Like I'm so blessed to have my mother and I love that she takes care of me. But when you spend so much time tending to other people and letting those people push your physical, mental, emotional limits, it's like that doesn't teach us boundaries and it doesn't teach, it doesn't do her any good to continuously have to reiterate her limits over and over and over again, and then have them be disrespected or have them be pushed. And granted, I know my mom, just like all other moms, did the best she could. And I know it's hard as hell being a parent, but like from that experience, I never really learned like boundaries and putting them in place. And so I guess my point here is whenever she set a boundary, there was someone that came along to push them, whether it was like my stepdad, a friend, another one of my siblings, another family member. And as far as I can remember, like I was a mouthy little kid. I would step in for my mother and be like, nope, she can't do it. She's unavailable. Sorry. Try again. Thank you. Bye. Like, <laughs> but let my mom say no to me. I'm on that ass. White on rice. And so, <laughs> no, I'm just playing, but you know how like people try to make you feel guilty for taking time to yourself or like not doing what they need you to do when they needed it. I think that like as kids, we do that to our parents. We make them like feel really guilty. But the more I like think about that Instagram post, the more I start to say to myself, like, it's bad that my mother allowed us to push our boundaries, but it's so bad that we weren't respectful of it. Like, even if we weren't taught, like, at some point, we could have been like, hey, you know, guys, maybe this is bad. Maybe we shouldn't do this to mom. But here we are in our adult lives, still not understanding boundaries, still letting boundaries become our kryptonite. You know the video of the, the little girl that's shaking her head? She's like, stiff where? Stiff where? That's me with boundaries. I'm like, boundaries where? Boundaries where? <laughs> like, who is she? Never heard of her. Um, I feel like I'm rapping, but... <laughs> 
I guess one of my like biggest boundary issues is wanting to be there for people, but not having a threshold of when that niceness and thoughtfulness ends. And I think that that comes from my mother. That really does. Because when you are, when all you've been around is people who are people pleasers, you like start to want to become that because you see how happy they make other people, but then you don't realize that they themselves are not fulfilled by that. And that's scary as hell to think about, like to think about that I am clapping for other people, but not clapping for myself. And as much as I love my mother, both of us got to figure this out before it's too late. Cause that's, I, I don't like that. At 23 years old, I should not be pouring from an empty cup. And so I think that just comes with me like setting boundaries for real, for real, like I really do struggle with the line of like being considerate of others, but also knowing that it's time for me to step up and step in and being like, hold up, what you're not going to (laughs) do is do that. And it got to a point where, um, I really didn't tell a lot of my friends where I took off, why I took off a week of work. I think a lot of people just assume it's because it was over the holiday, but I actually took a week off because I was feeling very depressed and very anxious. And I was having like really crazy dreams um, night sweats, um, uh, a lot of panic attacks. I just felt like I was spiraling and I was overwhelmed. And I think that comes from my lack of boundaries. And like when people cross my lines and my boundaries, whether it's physical, emotional, mental, whatever, I just like, I was holding it in, especially at work. Because if you are a black person in a predominantly white male industry, like I am, because I am a journalist, um, a lot of times things are said around me or things are said to me or um, a lot of schedule changes last minute, just a lot of things that just like aren't accommodating to me. And I'm learning as time goes on, I have to stand up and I have to like say no more often and I have to be willing to stick my neck out to defend myself. Um, Because if I don't, then I'm gonna have a situation like I recently had where I was like, okay, I need a break or else things is gonna, it's gonna go left, you know? And I know some of y'all may be listening to this and being like, well, no, I'm not really confrontational. I like to keep the peace in my life. What if my boss or my mom, my girlfriend, my boyfriend, what if they get mad at me if I'm enforcing one of my boundaries? Here's the thing about boundaries. They're stressful to think about when it comes to the execution of them and dealing with the aftermath of it. But once you start to set them, you feel so much better. Like once I came back and had a conversation with my boss about scheduling, with my boss about the things that are bothering me, I felt so good. Once I had an issue with one of my friends and I came to them and I laid it on the table and I said, the ball is in your court. You decide what you want to do, but here's what I'm doing. I felt so good. And you may ask yourself sometimes when you're thinking of this stuff, like, am I being selfish? Do they think, do you think that they'll think that I'm being selfish? And I reply, no. Because most of the people who take the time to even ask if they're being selfish and think through whether they're being selfish or not are usually not the selfish ones. The selfish folks are the ones that are like, wait, what? What are you talking about? They're the ones that are gaslighting you and and making you feel guilty and making you feel bad. And they're so selfish that they don't even realize that they're doing that. And I have been there. I've been in both sides of this. So I know what it means to be selfless and what it means to be selfish in the sense of boundaries. And speaking on that, um, I was watching a YouTube video and I forgot the woman's name, but she was talking about setting boundaries. And she said to remember that yes and no are not feelings. 
They aren't tied to any emotions. So you should not, and I repeat, you should not feel bad or upset with yourself when you stand up for yourself. Because think about that, how that sounds. You are upset because you have to stand up for yourself. You feel bad because you have to stand up for yourself. Make it make sense. <laughs> and I think that this is something we all have to learn, that the boundaries that we're setting are not to punish other people. They are to protect ourselves in so many ways. Like if I literally just went through and named emotional, mental, physical, all that, the boundaries you're setting is think of them as like an armor around yourself. They are your shield. They are to protect you from everybody else's bullcrap. And if you know me, you know I'm stubborn when it comes to boundaries. I tend to argue with them because I'm like, oh, it won't be that bad if I do this. Or maybe I'll say yes this time and the next time I'll say no. And it's like, girl, what the fuck you thought this was? Like, <sighs> I just had to give myself a deep breath because it doesn't make sense. I always say this. I'm like, if I say yes this time, I'll say no next time. Knowing damn well next time, I'm going to say yes again. I'm going to say yes again. It's because I'm an empath. It's such a gift and a curse. Like, I'm so sensitive to other people's needs and wants, but that's what makes my boundaries so much harder to set because I have all these feelings that go into it. And it's like, it's not even that deep. And granted, these are not for people I don't even really like. These are like for my friend, like my close, close friends and my family. Um, but as I said in episode nine, stop pouring from an empty cup. Stop giving voice to other people's needs and their feelings and not to your own. Stop feeling bad because you said no and be proud of that because you stood up for yourself for once. Okay? Stop pouring from the empty cup. It ain't nothing left. And then soon there won't be nothing left of your ass because you keep trying yourself. That don't even make sense. Stop trying yourself. You don't like when other people try you, so don't try yourself. Do better. And like I keep saying, y'all are not the only ones out here struggling with that. I struggle with that because I want to help every damn body. But I have to learn the difference between wanting to help them versus wanting to fix them. Like if somebody vents to me, I'm going to try to help them. But there are times when I try to fix it and take over the problem and solve it for them. And I think I'm being helpful. When really I just made a bigger mess and I need to mind my damn business and mind my edges because maybe they didn't even want to fix. Maybe they didn't even want me to intervene. And here I am opening my big ass mouth and nobody asked me to say anything. So you know what? Moving forward, I'm minding my edges. I'm minding my business. And I'm not even going to, I'm going to try my best not to even help people anymore because I need to learn that boundary of knowing when to say, this is your problem. You got it. Figure out. I'm just here to listen. And me fixing their problem. Because I have this thing where it's like, if I'm okay, I need everybody else to be okay too. And that's problematic because it demonstrates a lack of my boundaries, number one. And it also creates a codependency in my friendships. And like being codependent is not cute. Shit's ghetto, okay? And if people don't want to be accountable for their own actions and they don't want to learn from their own mistakes and they want to continue to do the same dumb stuff, that's their choice and I can't fix it. Oh, crap. 
So now I'm just going to start making my boundaries more clear. And I'm also working on being aware of other people's boundaries so that I can try to respect them. And I hope that my friends, if you're listening to this, if I have ever infringed upon your boundaries, please call me out. I told y'all accountability is my word for the rest of the year. And we're six months in and people have been calling me out left and right. So thank y'all for listening. I appreciate that. You know what? So now you now what we're about to do is we're about to sit here and we're about to learn how to set these boundaries. So what y'all going to do is you're going to pause this and get up and get a goddamn pen so we can get the shit ready. Let's go. Okay, number one, this is like the, the first rule to when somebody asks you to do something. Stop yourself and before you say yes that you can do it, interrupt them and be like, not in a rude way though, but just be like, I'll get back to you. So that way you don't do things that you don't want to do. You don't agree to something that you may not be able to do. Because once you start doing it and you decide you ain't want to do it, then you're going to complain and you start to be resentful and then you don't want to tell the truth about how you feel. And then they'll be confused because it's like, why is she annoyed with me or why is he annoyed with me? And so the way we get rid of all that is just say, I'll let you know. I'll get back to you. I'm not sure right now. Give me a minute. Sleep on it. Get back to you. And this just helps you speak up on what you like and you don't like instead of just expecting people to just know. And that way they won't even be confused. Like you, you didn't even give them a definitive answer. Sounds good. I'll get back to you. That's the first thing. Second thing, if you don't want to do it and you know you don't want to do it, I don't think you'll ever change your mind. So just say no. That's the easiest thing to just say no. Because matter of fact, if you don't even like no, just be like, I don't want to do that. I don't feel comfortable doing that. You know, whatever floats your boat, as long as the word no is somewhere in that statement because you need to be clear that it is something you do not want to do. It is something you don't think you'll be willing to do at any point and they cannot change your mind. It needs to be very, very clear. Trust me. I know. The next thing, know what makes you uncomfortable and make that one of your boundaries. An example I told you earlier, I don't like to be touched and that is one of my boundaries and I let people know. I mean, I don't want to be touched in a sense of like, you know how when coworkers sometimes telling your story and they put their hand on your shoulder and you be like, ah, back your ass up. That's an example. But don't do it like that because you may startle them. I did startle somebody before because they touched me in a conversation. I said, please don't put your hands on me. And it was kind of awkward. So don't be like me. Do as I say, not as I do. The next one, and I cannot stress this enough. Do not apologize when you articulate your boundaries. And when you're articulating, use as few words as possible. For the slow folk in the back, do not over-explain yourself. Pull a knee leaks if you have to. When you say something, you say, I said what I said. You don't even got to repeat it. You don't even got to clarify. I said what I said. Maybe not in those exact words, but the point is, which y'all probably can get because y'all are intellectuals, intellectuals only in the podcast, don't apologize and be as clear as possible. You know what trips a manipulative ass person up? When you say why you are finito with them and you make it clear. You make it so clear that they are shook. Their braids falling out. They don't know what to do because you said what you said and they can't even find a word to manipulate. Mm. I love the sound of that. And then the last one is keep in mind 
that you are not responsible for that person's reaction to your boundaries. They may be mad as hell. They may curse you out. You may get called selfish. They may pull up something from your past. Stay strong. That is not your concern. As I said in the previous note, you said what you said and you were clear. Don't explain yourself again. And if they continue to disrespect you, fight or flight. You got to decide. Either you're going to cut them off or you're going to stand there and argue with them. I think you should cut them off, but that, do what you want to do. I'm going to respect that boundary and let y'all make this just for y'all But, um, you know, we're talking, I know some people are very anxious, just like me. And sometimes you overthink these situations and you in the shower making your speeches and you have scary thoughts and you're, maybe you don't, you don't want to express yourself because you don't want to be embarrassed. But let me just spill this tea. If you don't feel comfortable sharing your boundaries and your desire to be respected with that person, do you even need them around? Like, seriously, do you even need to be friends with them? Do you even need to be in a relationship with them? If it's your boss, do you even need to be working at a place like that? Is that the kind of life you want to be around people who do not respect you and do not understand that there are limits to associating with you? Make that make sense. Help me help y'all. Because I understand y'all can't be like me in the sense of like cutting people off who don't respect you and once you check them on it, and that's fine, but I'm telling y'all, there's nothing more free than cutting someone off that does not respect your boundary. And I've gotten out of relationships and friendships with people who don't respect me, and honey, I am living. My waist is skinny, my skin is clear, and my money is good. So with that being said, I challenge all of y'all to go out and set some hoes straight today. Matter of fact, it ain't even got to be today or tomorrow or next week. But at some point, somebody finna know how you feel and you better say it with your chest on swinging. Okay? Because it's June. We halfway through 2019. And we done set the first six months of 2019 on fire. And we coming strong in the last six. They had us in the first half. <laughs> but we coming even harder. June and beyond. <laughs> okay? Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Please don't forget to share this episode. Tweet at me at Lauren Taylor and tag me on Instagram at Shaking the Table Podcast. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Bye.